0: Ahoy hoy and welcome to Qualified Nonsense, a podcast between three best friends where we talk about anything and everything that tickles our fancy. If you're new here, welcome. To those that have been with us on this journey, well, you need a hobby. We'd like to thank our Patreon supporters for helping us in keeping the lights on and this train rolling. If you like what you hear, consider joining for just $5 a month for all that spicy behind-the-scenes content. But for now, turn down those lights Heat up that day-old fast food and crack some wild Irish rose and buckle up for another episode of Qualified Ooh. Nonsense. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm Brandon. And this is Qualified Nonsense.
1: Welcome to another episode. Uh, gentlemen, how have we all been this past week or since the last episode? It's been a while since we've recorded. So. It's been a while. It's been a while.
0: <laughs> uh, been Good. Good, you know, traveling around, seeing the drag racers doing that thing. Uh, yeah. All your drag performers. All my drag performers. Uh, should Want be an clarified. <laughs> should be clarified. The NHRA, no, it not shouldn't. the. Uh... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> actually, actually, at the race in Seattle, it, it, I'll, I'll preface with this: the the racing community has uh, seen a lot of diversity. Come, come about, which is great and fantastic to see. However, the old hat is still there, and there was, um, there was a, uh, it was a guy wearing like really short shorts and a crop top, and blah blah blah. And there was one old guy from the back, of course.
2: Hey,
3: hey, it's wrong drag race. You're the wrong drag race. I was,
0: I was like, oh God damn it.
3: I mean, it is a good mm-hmm. one. Like, like,
0: it is, it is a solid burn. That, but I was a, like,
3: that's uh, a swish, but. <laughs> I got to respect I got to respect Daisy Dukes like any and frankly anybody rocking Daisy Dukes because people who identify as women like you're going to get catcalled so that sucks if you're not into that and then people who identify as men like mad respect like get out there <laughs> good, good luck and get out there <laughs> I have a buddy who um who once uh, wore a Uh, what is it called a romper and uh and and he was like he, he wore it to work and he got a bunch of comments that were like um just very odd from his like supervisor um because he was like just like just like weird comments like you know like how do you pee in that and and stuff like that and he's like well i have to take it off and then he had to answer like a bunch of like weird questions and i'm pretty sure that was the only time he wore it and like <laughs> I, I felt bad because like you know it was cute it, like it looked good but
1: it does kind of raise more questions like I, I i've been seeing a lot of women wearing like full body like leotard type things yeah hmm. and like with the legs and all that and yeah you do think like do they have to like strip naked to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I would imagine the answer I is think yes.
3: So. Yeah, they have to. They have to drop trow, but the trow starts at the neck. So
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: my hidden camera tells me that they have. To, oh, I'm kidding. <gasps> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> uh, well, actually.
0: <laughs> anyway, Brandon, what have you? Uh, what did you get up to with your with your weeks? Uh.
1: I, well, I went to. Uh, the city of Chicago, aka the White City, aka uh Windy City. Um I have a
3: question about the White City part. Why is mm-hmm. it called the White City? The snow?
1: It was uh named that from the eighteen uh 98 World's Fair. They had a bunch of um like white marble buildings set up for that, and so it was oh. called the White City. Um that, that's where um pbr got its blue ribbon uh nice um there's actually a really good blame for it (laughs) there's a a really good book uh called devil in the white city um that is about simultaneously the history of that particular world's fair and meanwhile going on also in the city is um this serial killer uh, hh holmes i don't know if you guys have heard of him but he mm-hmm. built this house with like a lot of like elaborate hallways and rooms and things hidden in them and would take his victims there and kill them and um, so that was like going on at the same time as the World's Fair but the, it's a good book nice but
0: anyway how about the Chicago
1: Dogs yeah uh, I like the Chicago Dogs did a lot of yeah, sightseeing, um, went to Wrigley Field, uh, architecture tour. Um, oh, yeah, I meant with... to ask you about the
3: architecture tour. Was that because it was from the from a boat, you said?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually the second time I've done it. I did it the first time I went, but I did it again, and it was still really interesting and, and good. Nice. I mean, never a bad time being on a boat, unless it's sinking, right. I guess. But <laughs> Never a bad time.
3: never a bad time unless you're singing thanks for for clarifying that unless you're (laughs)
1: wealthy and there's orcas in the water but (laughs) (laughs) unless uh, you were on that boat and then you got in a submarine
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: um no we had a good time i did uh saw barbie and oppenheimer i managed to squeeze those in and uh enjoyed those um yeah a lot of food um I don't know. It it was. uh went to a few museums. Yeah, had a good time. I recommend the question. city of Chicago.
3: I had another question about the food. You went to the place that the bear is based on. Um, yeah, the beef or something. What is it called? Uh, Mr. Beef. Mr. Beef. And um, had you previously had what is called Italian beef? It's called Italian beef, right? Right. Have you had that yes. before? I don't know that I have.
0: Oh you gotta get it. You gotta get it. Is dipped it
3: what too. what okay, what is it? It's is it is it um
1: basically like slow roast beef or like beef that's been cooked for a long time and um they have nara, and uh you can get cheese on it if you want. Um they like ladle on like extra of the like gravy stuff on it, or you the, can like the, just the, get the, the whole jus. thing like dipped into the mm-hmm. yeah somebody would fly out here
0: and like kick my ass for saying this but it's similar to like a philly right but you but they have like it's just fundamentally different the way they do it but they you like brandon said you can get stuff dipped over it Mm. uh, the gravy or a jus, or you could get it fully dipped and i've never had one dipped until i went to portillo's in indianapolis and it's like it is the messiest thing that i've eaten
3: but i was like right do you, damn, you, once it's, it's so dipped f- you don't you don't eat it with hands do you you have to eat it. Yo, with yeah uh yeah, yeah. I, I ate mine comes hands, and, wax paper. and they gave
1: me like a, a stack of napkins like that thick yeah uh, yeah like <laughs> an inch and a half thick of napkins and uh yeah it does it is kind of like once you pick it up and you start you can't stop you yeah. have to basically the whole thing um it sounds like a, uh, it
3: sounds like a really great review but it's actually just like a necessity like you can't not well it's like oh i couldn't put it down but i literally I, couldn't put it down oh no, yeah it's like
0: <laughs> uh, you also have to wear clothes that you're not super proud about oh uh, yeah you know i don't know
1: uh yeah you don't want to wear your romper or cat suit or whatever mm-hmm. to it uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, they uh you can get it hot or sweet, uh meaning referring to the peppers that they put on there. Um, how did you get or yours? or do both. Um so I got mine I got mine hot, dipped, uh, and with provolone. I put provolone on mine.
3: Nice. Do they melt the provolone on it?
1: Uh no. No. They, they just, just slap it
3: on there and it sort of melts yeah. itself. Yeah. Nice. That sounds great.
1: But yeah, it was really good. It, it was fairly inexpensive, uh, like a cash only, like kind of thing. Also, right. something that they have in Chicago are that they don't really have around here are cheese fries. Like you can get your fries with a side of cheese, like everywhere you go, like cheese sauce. Is it it's like
3: uh, is it like queso?
1: Yeah, kind of, or like a yeah. like nacho cheese sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's
0: because they have their shit together. They know what's
3: up. <laughs> they know what's. They know what's right with the world.
0: Well, that sounds that sounds like a good trip. Oh, and yeah, and it really does. You motherfuckers flew first class too.
3: What?
1: Yeah, I forgot um, about
3: that fact.
1: Yeah, I uh, I recommend it. It does make you not want to fly coach ever again. Um, yeah, but I especially bet. being a uh, husky gentleman, it. Uh, it was just a lot more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have.
3: I have a question. Did you make eye contact with anyone who got on the plane after you?
0: Oh, I would. I would dead eye them for sure. <laughs>
1: Be like, I. You're such a piece of shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, i, I never done. My... No, I know. I'm well, just kidding. <laughs> You put on your sleeper, your little (laughs) blinders. (laughs) Yeah. That they, they (laughs) no, Uh, no, I mean, it wasn't like that. Like they, they don't give you, I mean, I'm sure if you asked maybe, but uh, it it was just a four hour domestic flight. So it wasn't like, um, the first class was like, I had like my own bed or anything or it doesn't matter Uh, if you're
0: in the air, you're in the air with 200 other souls,
1: (laughs) Um, but like, it's not like I had like a pod or anything like that. It was just a slightly large. And yeah, you do get food and you do get, you know, as many drinks as you want to drink. Uh, and so, I mean, depending on how much you can drink, you really could make up the uh, cost difference. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Did you, did you
0: accept that challenge or?
1: No, I, I did have two drinks on the plane, but that, that was it. Quitter,
3: um, quitter. Uh, yeah, they, Matt, they also give you
1: a uh, hot nuts, which is kind of nice. <laughs> oh, um, on the I'd plane! Wow, some, I did expect some
3: hot
0: nuts if I was first class. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh,
3: the, oh, yeah. so that's when they when they when the um, flight attendant walks back and closes the curtain between first class and and business and like like everybody else. That's when they give you hot nuts.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like once you take off. It, there, once kidding. you're like in the air, um, maybe I don't know what. I, d- I don't think hot that I don't know that they had a curtain, though. I don't think there was a curtain. No. Um, I'd,
0: I'd have them close the curtain and be like, "About time."
1: I did also on the way there. I did have I to use the bathroom. breathing on me. I did have to pee, and I felt like the bathroom in the front of the plane was like smaller than the the uh, bathroom that they get in the back.
0: You should complain about that.
1: Yeah, you should definitely complain about you it. Should, like, you should yeah. Know, you yeah. should have
0: gone through, you should have gone from first class to economy and be like, "Hey, I'm using yours, but guess what? You, you don't get to use mine." mine. <laughs> you see that curtain? That's not like fuck off. Don't
1: judge me. I used to be like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but really on a plane, it's not how the other half lived. Like,
3: this is the, how the other quarter lives. <laughs> Um, I thought, you know, uh, one of the other benefits of having first, class, like being in first class, is that even if the plane crashes, like,
0: yeah, yeah, oh, oh, no,
3: that's okay. Never mind. <laughs> Planes don't crash, man. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, <laughs> my, my, uh, you know, my week was not nearly as exciting yeah, as yours. Um, my, you know, I still have a new job, so I'm getting acclimated with new job things. And that's taking up a lot of my time, um, and then like my extra time is not. We're having a good time for the most part, but it's it's hot here, so it's like. I'm it's reminding so the hot. boys. To... Yeah, I'm reminding the boys <laughs> to make sure and close the door when they go inside and outside. Like that's the sort of that's the sort of place we're at. It's like the AC is struggling to keep up and I
0: do that just because I think it's the responsibility of a dad to just be like, I said it tonight. I was like, if that door opens, y'all are staying inside.
3: <laughs> I swear to God.
0: I, I did. I don't want to yeah. stop fucking with my door handles.
3: Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, things have been good. Um, Anna's got a new job also that she's getting acclimated to, which she's a therapist and she's, she's finding her, her rhythm of things so that's cool um the boys are good um yeah nothing nothing huge to report just just living la vida loca you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> nice are you um you making friends with people at work or
3: not really. It's kind of weird. No, it's it, it's kind of weird. I, I got. Did you
1: make? Did you make some friends? Did at you work? make
3: some friends? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually. You know what's funny about that Do question you eat lunch that at the like... same
0: Table with the other
3: boys. Exactly. <laughs> Are the other boys
1: like... being nice to you? <laughs> they're, they're
3: not. They're not no. not being nice to me. Oh. But they're... No. No. Rude. No. It's actually it's it's nice. The thing is, um, so fuck up. I work in a um. I work on a large campus. Um, so there are um basically like I still do I, I do just like general IT work. Um but there are teams. There's like pockets of teams are called hubs that are that are um geolocated and I'm in the smallest hub and lot yeah well basically like i'm i'm like me and one other guy and he only works in the office part time and then the other woman that we work with she just got like like i was there two days and then i got an email saying that she was leaving the organization so like it's gonna be me and this one other guy like today i was there all by myself today so as far as friends i I do you get along with the guy at least oh yeah he's great he's a lot of fun um I'm, i'm a big fan um and so that's great, and my supervisor's cool too. But he's been on vacation two of the three weeks that I've been there. So you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's hey, pretty, we got a new hire. I, I need
0: two weeks of vacation. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm I'm leaving. I don't want to care who this no, is. I'm
3: gone. <laughs> my, no, I'm serious. My my onboarding was like, hey, what's up, man? So yeah, just get in here. I don't know. And it was it was a bit it was a bit tough, but I'm finding my way. I spent the day today taking Good. apart old computers and taking hard drives out of them, and I can't say that's super inspiring, but it was fun to. I was gonna say, to would you EDM accept a job from
0: out. a company that's like, "Hey, we need you to come on board, uh, take hard drives out of computers and destroy them"?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I D- did. They ask you right to now. destroy them, like just no, put no, this no. in a
0: microwave and you'll be fine.
3: Yeah. I I know I volunteered for that job because there was a bunch of shit piles around that no one wanted ah. to deal with, and so I'm I'm showing can you initiative. Keep any of
1: the pieces.
3: No, keep, keep the hard drives just to take it's home. A big, for... It's a big enough. It's a big enough organization that we have to responsibly get rid of the data that's on the hard drives. So we've got a big shredding bin um, for hard drives, and then the computers have to go back for like accounting purposes. So
1: so you can like harvest the gold that's in the. <laughs> yeah no I, the, I can only do that boards. to the
3: passerbys and their teeth um because i've got a back room to knock them out and take their teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> no it, my, my job is pretty uninteresting i'm hoping that it will become more interesting um as i sort of um, apply myself but i'm still in the infant phase of being there and so i'm figuring it out nice. but that's At least you good enough about me
1: can get some aggression out smashing stuff
3: that's true, that's true. We got some real old machines, too, like two thousand six seven eight nine ten like real real honkers um which is a lot of fun to sort of beat up on two thousand six they...
1: I was only eight years old when that happened <laughs> okay <coughs> um, just kidding,
3: I'm much older than that, yeah, me too. <laughs> <sighs> Well, why don't we take a little break before we get into the (laughs) real juicy bits of this show that you're listening to. Um, So hang around and we'll be right back after these messages. It's
0: been 25 years since Les Schwab began the tradition of thanking his customers with free beef. And now it's become an event people look forward to. A guaranteed savings bonus. No strings, no extra charge. With the tires you buy, you get $7.50 or $15 in freebie. No matter what you drive, you get Les Schwab prices, the Les Schwab written warranty, and that silver anniversary bonus, free beef. Free beef now at the Les Schwab side.
1: Welcome back. Feel free to drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or connect with us on our socials. So we're going to... uh ask each other some questions now. Uh, Matt, do you have a question for the group? Yes, and
0: it's a follow-up to a previous episode. And I'm sure you guys all might know where this is going, but hopefully you still have that X-Files song at the ready. But (laughs) as we all know, there were three individuals that testified before Congress just yesterday about UAPs, um,
3: yeah And remember this one goes on a long time it doesn't yep. really pay out. You're going to have to <laughs> keep stop talking. This one. Oh, well, yeah, this thing is good. So this is
0: good. The thing is is that the three individuals are one is a former intelligence committee member and the uh-huh. other two are retired air force and navy specialists. And they have testified under oath in front of Congress that they know for a fact that we are in possession of not just fly UAPs, the 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 objects or the the vehicles, but also what does
1: UAP stand for? Uh, uh,
0: it's, um,
3: unidentified it's unidentified unident- aerial phenomenon.
0: Uh, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So they 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 steer away from UFOs now, um, and they also steer away from calling them like aliens. So <clears throat> they also testify that the U.S. is in possession of um, non-human biologics. So they don't want to say aliens or whatever. Um, I don't know if you guys watched any of it. I don't know if you've caught up on any of
3: it. It didn't even... um, I've been distracted this week, so I didn't even catch it.
1: So I saw some of it, and yeah... um, Anyway, sorry. Uh, what's your question?
0: To, to, it's not really a question. It's just the with... Well, I guess here's the question. With the more and more people... They, so these three are being being uh, hailed as whistleblowers, quote unquote. And the further and further we get, it's like... <laughs> and I saw an article today of like... Or it was actually... It was just a meme of, uh, you know, three, three members of Intelligence Committee and, and Armed Forces... Uh, testify that the UFOs do exist and aliens are out there and we're in possession of them, and it's it's a it's a uh, Howard Scott from uh, the NBA of like inflation, housing prices, like don't care, we don't care, we don't care. It's just like with with all this going on, you know the the I feel like our our world and our nation is in a very different spot, and now we're finally getting to the point where. The truth is coming out. Do you guys do you guys feel like um, you might believe more? You feel about the same. You're kind of ambivalent to it.
3: Um, I have. I'm, I'm glad you're bringing up this subject again. Frankly, because since we originally talked about it, I've been looking it up. like, I've been seeing. You know, I think. I think ai has been doing its thing and listening to my conversations and has you your phone right next to you yeah, yeah, yeah um but i've <laughs> heard a lot more about it specifically from the scientific standpoint do you guys know who brian cox is mm-hmm. the actor the uh physicist
1: oh mm-hmm. no <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure i sure don't um,
3: Okay, well, he's uh, he's this English physicist that um, is really, really interesting and eloquent, and he's been on a bunch of different shows, um, uh, like television and podcasts. He was, um, not that I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan, but Joe, he was on the Joe Rogan, um, whatever that's called, experience or whatever. And, Joe Rogan's um, kind of a time and a place, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I mean... I don't know. Like I, I, I appreciate the fact that he's like really, really open to every point of view, so that's cool, I guess. But some of his, well, it's not about Joe Rogan anyway. Um, uh, Brian Cox, I, I would recommend checking him out. He has a lot. He's, he's, you know, very well educated. He's, um, a- and he's quite eloquent, also. So it's really fun to hear him explain um, some of the deep, um. Um, or rather, answer some of the big questions that we have about the universe, and he brings it to a um, pretty um, absorbable level level, and I, I appreciate that. Anyway, check him out. Um, but he has I- I've seen him talk um a number of different times about the subject of extraterrestrial life, and he basically, you know, from a numbers game, um, he talks about the, you know, the, the trillions and trillions of, um, um, universes, I'm sorry, uh, uh solar system, uh, galaxies in the, in the universe. And he talks about how many earth-like situations there might be. And of those earth-like situations, how much time they have existed since the, essentially the big bang. um, and the likelihood of there being a a concoction of you know earth like situations that allowed for there to be sentient life to then have them s- travel interstellarly the the time doesn't really work out or rather it's it's well, that's why just, they that's like, why they less first and came less here. and less likely.
0: That's why they first came here to build the pyramids, and then they left for that long.
3: Okay, so we're going. We're then, going with the pyramids.
0: No, so here's here's the thing about that is I was talking with somebody in in my office today about it, and we were talking about the congressional hearing and stuff. And he's like, "Well, let's talk about the pyramids." And I was like, ah, "I don't feel." I watch Stargate. That's my whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, I mm-hmm. Kurt Russell has never steered me wrong. If he can escape from L.A. and New York, mm-hmm. sure, Stargate. But I was like, I don't feel educated enough to, to talk about like the pyramids, but if you wanted to say oh, they've traveled from all these light years away
3: maybe they did, who knows and that was the last time they were here um, He uh, Brian Cox also has a really lovely analogy about um, traveling uh, faster than the speed of light um, and based on um, granted it's based on Physics that we know about, which is uh, is changing day to day, um, but the based on Einstein's theory of relativity, um, you you um, it, it sort of it, it allows us to put constraints into the world that we observe, and if you can travel at the speed of light, um, you could or rather above the speed of light, the idea of, um, he, he uses the analogy of like throwing some paint against a wall and have like a bucket of paint against the wall and splattering. And um, because of how quickly light travels and how quickly we can see light, um, we could see the paint. If the, if the paint traveled faster than the speed of light, then we could see the paint hit the wall and it reflect light back to our eyes before it, happened like before it if it was traveling faster than the speed of light it would have already hit if that makes sense so like ish it basically breaks time it breaks time if we if we if we travel like if if like physical particles travel at the speed of light or above the speed of light which you know again like i'm i'm pretty ignorant to it i do not have a a degree in in the sciences so um i'm a layman listening to stuff but um but brandon what do you what do you uh think about all this
1: um i mean i i, I don't know like the i mean the guy could be a crank who knows um if he's right then that's interesting i mean non-human bodies or whatever could be like could that be like laika the dog the russians sent into space or monkeys that we've sent into space or the russians have sent into space they've recovered their spacecraft um you know that's non-human uh so but
0: do you think that's maybe why they're saying they're not willing to say alien they just say non-human biologics
1: I mean, that's what I'm wondering. If he's intentionally trying to be evasive, but he's like, "Oh no, I." Then, 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 like, if it came out, "Oh yeah, we have the body of, Lyca the dog." Uh, yeah, uh, well, like, I like saw, well, I I mean, I've seen, like I've seen but, so
0: much stuff about this. Like Dave Chappelle even had a sketch comedy with Bebel. Right? Do you remember when Bebel came on? Where <laughs> he's like, i meant to tell you. Good luck with the asteroid. Oh, PlayStation One and Two. You thought that was Japanese? Nope. Bebel brought that here because he, was, you know." Um, I I, I mean,
1: it, I w- yeah, it it'd be neat. I I, um. Would probably want to know more and like what 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 are his motivations for? So, typical. I mean, uh, typical
0: for these kind of things is, you know, you're being interviewed, from a congressional hearing, and they ask you very specific questions, and he says. Well, I'd be happy to answer that in a private session because they asked like very direct questions of, oh, are you in possession of a, a being? Uh, I can't answer that specifically, but I can tell you non-human non biologics, right? So I was like, oh, of course, especially when it comes to, like, to this kind well, of stuff. Well, but if
3: they're
1: whistleblowing.
0: You think that they would want to put it all out there.
1: Did you blow my whistle baby whistle yeah.
0: baby <laughs> Blow the whistle.
1: Boop 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 blow the whistle. I, um,
3: I I also think that um I I'm still sort of stuck on the I know there are sightings here and there, but the number the, the um advancement of technology for like consumer level telescopes and cameras and stuff. Um, I feel like there'd be there'd be more um, convincing evidence uh, are out and about. I've seen a lot of evidence, but very little is convincing. Very little is is not able to be justified in like VFX or or you know. I mean, yeah.
1: And as as far as like the pyramids go, you know that.
0: Whoa, whoa, like, whoa! We're just <laughs> well. I we mean, got two other the, questions to get to, sir. A-O, A-O. <laughs>
1: they they have shown like worker tools nearby, like they've excavated worker tools, and like they had slave labor, and so with, yeah. However, you know, they also proven, slaves...
0: but they've proven that like the, the the stone and the material that are sourced for the pyramids where they sit are you know m- thousands of miles away circles that are like in between the the uh the granite are like better than current lathing materials that we have so it's like there there are like bits and pieces of suggestions that they have evidence well, may... for like how like no matter how many slaves you have let's assume and again like if we want to reference joe rogan he uh he he went down this rabbit hole a few different times But he's like, let's assume that you have all the slaves in the world and each of these bricks weighs 4,500 pounds or whatever. And you need just... This is just for the sake of argument. I'm not saying that this is accurate, but like you need 10,000 bricks. It's like you can only set 10 of those a day. You need 680 years to build one pyramid.
1: And they had thousands of years to do it. But I mean, they, they have shown... They found hieroglyphics where they've shown... Like basically, like what modern managers do where they're they like pit teams against each other, they show where they' like okay, team one, let's try to beat team two today in building, and uh like they they've given them like like goals to meet like, yeah sort, motivational of things. sort of things, <laughs> yeah, like they found hieroglyphics that show that like ways to motivate workers, and so like. Hey, you I can't. mean white. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, <Or yeah>. <laughs> um but, or but they like kinda created like competitive games between like groups of slaves and things. Right. So, and I'm
3: sure that would actually be like non <clears throat> I'm sure it was actually positive reinforcement, at least to some degree, because you can't you can't beat people to achieve that for I mean, I guess you probably could. whoever sets
1: more stones gets pizza friday i know that's what i was thinking (laughs) i mean you see those
0: beams all the time like oh my boss Mm -hmm. wanted to reward us with (laughs) with instead of a raise we get
1: a pizza party (laughs) here yeah
3: (laughs) cool um that's essentially
1: what the the egyptians were doing
3: (laughs) i do like the subject of the of um the amount of time it took to build the pyramids um i don't know what the estimated time it take it took to to build any one of the pyramids and i know the sphinx is supposed to be older than the pyramids but um which the sphinx uh, is
0: is normally never referenced in the in the conversation of the pyramids
3: yeah right
0: but it, but it should be because that's a feat within and of itself
3: yeah pretty significant
1: hmm. um yeah. g- group known as the Giza pyramid complex were all built as part of a frenzied 60-year period of construction. 60 60? years, well. Wow. Yeah,
3: 60. That that no is way. a way 60. That's a lot.
1: Each um, pyramid took 15 to 30 <laughs> years to build.
2: Hmm.
1: Anyway, that's that's
3: my see what my you can get done without that... the uh, labor unions.
0: See, <laughs> <laughs> so without care and lazy all that bums shit getting
3: on the way. No they don't have a. Age. They don't have a. Uh, yeah, they don't have a dinner bell or a or a end of shift horn.
0: Ugh. Retirement <laughs> age is when your lights go out. <laughs> Yep. Well, that's mine. I I've been very fascinated by it, and I I feel like we've been seeing more and more uh, continued conversations within our government and uh, acknowledgement about it. So
1: it does. Curious um, to see where it goes. I mean, not to like make this like political, but it does seem like kind of more of um, like sort of like right leaning people are kind of pushing this more. Like there's. Aliens and like this alien disclosure UFO stuff. But at least that's what it seems like to me. Um, like, you know, Joe Rogan and people like that. But like, doesn't that contradict like with the existence of aliens? Like if, if it said, yeah, we have alien bodies, we've recovered aliens. Would that disrupt like evangelical beliefs. No.
0: No. I don't think so at all. Because it, it it's complementary towards the right leaning, right? The right the right leaning is more is is more biblical, but I at the same time, um I know at least in the church that I grew up in, I brought that up of like, well what about UFOs and aliens? i'm like, well God created the entire everything. God created everything. So I guarantee you the the right would be like, hey brother have you heard about our
1: Christ? <laughs> but if that's hey, you not in the, if those things aren't in the Bible, then how how would that no, be? No, so
0: so the the Bible, like depending on the version of the Bible that you read, New King James or whatever, mm-hmm. it is kind of uh, ambiguous to the effect of like God created everything. So when you bring up those questions, like what about aliens? Well, God created aliens. It sounds oh. dumb. Like when you say it out loud, it sounds stupid, but that's, that's at least it's, my ex- personal experience with it.
3: I do wonder about the the question of it being, you know, somewhat right leaning, or or rather, you hear you hear from people who are right leaning about this. I, I would say more often. Um, it it, it follows the same um, track, I guess, of like being truth seekers or being like um, the people who know the, the most or the best Um, you know, for instance, like the anti-vax community that are like, you know, I did my own research, and I know. And you guys are all sheep, and I'm not. I'm a, I'm a yeah. Wolf. These people
1: who dedicated their lives to study this are wrong, and I'm right because I've watched. Yeah, the YouTube yeah. But videos. but it's like this
3: exclusiveness, yeah. this um, you know, this this self-important um, mm. version of of yourself. And I and I feel like the the extraterrestrial conversation sort of lends itself to that same sort of idea. As like, well, I know you don't know because you're listening to the media.
0: I would argue and, that, and, and like, that I, you know, I see a lot of people on both sides that that agree to it. I don't. I, I mean, don't it necessarily is like see a, it being kind leaning of a... towards one side.
1: It is kind of. I mean, conspiracy theories in general do kind of attract like anti-government sort of people because you know it's like the government is hiding something from. The people and it's the government yeah. that's covering this up, and you know, um,
3: no. But you're right, Matt. Because I, I see. You know, you hear from crunchy people too on the on the left that are like,
0: maybe something's. Out. Out. I, th- I think you could be yeah. like the the like the the cat like the agnostic towards uh, towards. This. like maybe it's out there. That whatever, and that'd be cool. I just want to know.
1: Well, I guess my my stance is still. From the last time, like uh, like the Fox Molder, I I want to believe, um, mm-hmm. I want to. I I mean, like one guy testifying to Congress or three people, whatever. Um, I mean, I guess they are testifying under oath, but is there a way that they could be proven so wrong? Like, I, I are guess... they trying to call the government's bluff or something? Or
0: <laughs> no. So what gets me about this, and I I I totally see what you're saying, is like, oh, just three guys. However, one used to be employed by the intelligence agency, and the other two are Navy. decorated Navy veterans. So it's like they, they have personal experiences, and they have a certain amount of access that is more than you and I. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: and there is there is something that they feel they need to bring to light that is being kind of shrouded. So the more and more that this happens, I guess it would be more of a, for me, the tipping point is, I guess, kind of there of, all right, if all these people that have more access to this information, mm-hmm. I, I I would tend to believe, um, I guess the question is, at what point for you guys does it come to light? Like, does it, does it, do we need to have a, a UFO or a UAP or whatever? hanging out over the White House, like, in uh, Independence yeah. Day? Or what, what I, does I it take s- for I, you I'm to still,
3: believe? Uh, um, I, I'm still skeptical on the front that the idea of UAPs being a thing um, at large. Like, for one, the world is big, and the United States is not the largest landmass, and it is surprising that we would have the only one the alternative is that there would be others in the world and I don't I don't see the world governments being able to contain themselves <laughs> frankly to, to keep that sort of secret um, one of them would use it as an advantage over the other one and I think they would be public about it so like your Russia's your China's um, you know, a host of countries in Africa and South America and Europe. Like, uh, like if there is more than just the ones in the United States that landed in the desert in the United States, like I'd be, I would be more interested in that. But like to say that there, that there might be more. Well, so let's, let's say that the one did land in the United States. That's fine. That would also make it seem as though it's likely that there are others in the world um and then that would take a cooperation from uh international bodies of you know uh, institutions to cooperate like we've never seen before and i just don't have that level of confidence in the world governments unless they're all like unless there's like a whole like like a like a country level Illuminati. in which case like we're all fucked anyway because it's 1984 but like i don't think that's i don't think we're there
0: I did throw out the, the, uh, the, like, the hypothetical of let's assume that one country comes out and is like, oh, here's, uh, here's Bibble that we've been hiding for 50 years. It's like, oh, here he is on camera. <clears throat> and then other countries come out and say, oh, no, we've had this too. Do you feel like that could be a, a tool to help bind us because we would have a newfound fear for what is outside of our own world not versus a hate that is currently within our world.
3: Uh, that's what they did in Watchmen. They they pitted everybody against Doctor Manhattan. That's a great. That's a great book, by the way, or graphic novel or whatever it's yeah. called, comic series. Um, and it's a great idea, frankly. Like, it's
0: um, like we could finally be like, "Hey, Russia, we agree on something. Let's be afraid of what we, we don't, don't know." Yeah, you know.
3: I mean. That would be a classic move on the human's part. I don't think, like for me personally, I I wouldn't be more afraid. Like if I do become convinced by um, an extraterrestrial life force that was able to get to the earth, I don't think I'd be fearful of it. Um, I'd be fearful of what? I'd be more fearful, like unless they demonstrated extreme violence or something, I would be more fearful of our retaliation um of or not even retaliation like our like aggressive stance towards meeting it because we've been watching alien movies for decades. Yeah.
0: It yeah, I guess it would be a uh Yeah, it would be more re- reactionary. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I got. It's taken up way, way too much. Uh, no, time I like, I love
3: this conversation. And like I said, like I, have been watching a bunch of uh, interviews, um, not so much about the extraterrestrial side because that's not really where my interest lands. It's on the, the physics side, and it's, um, I, I love this conversation. I think it's really interesting.
0: But we can leave it there until the uh, hmm. until the next congressional meeting.
3: <laughs> um, I've got an I've got an equally uh, sort of um, interesting question that I think will cause as much conversation. Um, if you were reincarnated, what kind of animal would you be,
1: Ooh. and
3: why? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, animal. Animal, yeah. And like reincarnate, mm. like reincarnation. I think like his- historically slash theologically is like you deserve to be that animal. But let's not play that. Let's play what would you want to be. And why? Oh, the animal I I
0: deserve is like a vole.
3: No,
1: don't talk about what you deserve (laughs) to be. Uh, Oh, my shrimp. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I I feel like we've talked about something similar, but I. We probably have, because I like. I I think uh, I answered the same way, but I'll maintain I would want to be a house cat.
3: I feel like there's some good jokes that could come from that. What? um, and Well, okay. The why is kind of obvious. But tell us why, Brandon. Why would you want to be a big old puss?
1: (laughs) Well, you just get to sleep all day, eat whenever you want. uh, Like your own asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. For sure. All right. Yeah, it's uh, just a cushy life.
3: I dig it. Yeah, you're right. Now that you answered that, I've definitely asked this before. <laughs> I actually might have even asked it since we've changed format.
1: Mm, I don't know if that's the case, but
3: I have I have the memory of a goldfish anyway. So,
1: Matt, you maybe yeah, a big big sassy pussy cat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what would your um, name be if you could choose it?
0: Oh yeah, if it's a cat, you got to be Mister what?
1: <laughs> um sassy pants i don't know um i would go with a cat <laughs>
3: brandon broodhard
0: <laughs> mr brand brand mr. <laughs> Bran Bran.
1: <laughs> brandy boo <laughs> oh fuck like uh, this, like like, this is a
0: that's a hard one i think i i have two one would be right. one would be the dog that i have now her name is loki mm. um She sleeps more than a cat and she has a really, really, really good life. But the thing that would drive me nuts uh, if I had like my consciousness is I don't like I don't like not knowing things. And so like Loki, she's pretty great. Like I could we could leave for 12 hours and she's fine. She doesn't have to go to the bathroom at all. And it was like, whatever. I hate, I would hate that. I'd be like, when the fuck am I eating next? When am I going to the bathroom next? When do I have
3: the ability to
0: dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The other one that I would say is a bird of some kind. As much as I hate flying, I would be in control of my own flying. Right. If you were like an expert flyer, if you were born to fly. Exactly. You would feel differently about it. I would (laughs) say like a bird that's not necessarily a predator of other birds. So maybe... I'll tell you, how about this, a peregrine falcon. Because I was the only one I know in my area.
3: Wait, that's the that 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 that's one of the main birds that kills other birds.
0: Exactly. That's why I would want to be them. Because oh, I, I thought you said be... you didn't
3: want to be a killer of other birds.
0: No, I don't. I don't want to be a prey. Sorry, I don't want to be a prey of other birds. Oh, I would oh, want. Sure. I would want yeah, to be, be a stressful. predator. Sorry, you I don't. Fr- I phrased like that
1: a finch or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to be like a little. I don't want to be a bird that just like flies into a window because somebody <laughs> left their curtains up and then is just dead. Yeah. You know? That's happened to us plenty of times. I was like, God, that's fucking sucks. You're just flying yep. along and
3: Yeah. You know?
0: I would want to be a bird that's like apex.
3: Yeah. The um the albatross is spends um like something something insane, like ninety eight percent of its life in the air. And it sleeps on the wing, which I think is just fascinating. And um they mate for life and what else there's something else really cool about the albatross they oh they 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 in their lifetime they they fly millions of mi- not millions of miles thousands of miles um are they considered birds of prey i think they are because i think they i i, I think they eat fish but I, I also think they eat um other birds
1: are, are seagulls well, yeah. considered birds of prey or are they like scavengers they're not they're scavengers i think they're
0: yeah, they should be considered shit. Whatever they are, they're yeah, shit. They're assholes. Do they, they're, do they they're considered
1: pick, assholes. Do they pick fish out of the water or do they just Uh I think sometimes
3: they do, but I I I don't I don't know. They're not considered birds of prey though.
0: Well, Jake, what would you be? What would your animals be? Animal, animals. Um,
3: albatross is a seabird. Um, let's see. Uh, what would I be? My, my, I, I really like my mom's answers answer to this, which is a sea otter because I feel like Ooh, nice. they have like a really good time unless they are an no oil <laughs> spill and that fucking sucks. But, um, but like, yeah, they have a really good time. They always look like they're having fun. They play a lot. They float on their back. They create little rafts with e- with, e- mm-hmm. with each other and they use rudimentary tools to break open shells and just have picnics on their tummies, which is like the best idea ever and they still carry um, their young
0: and, on their tummies
3: yeah yeah and they yeah they still get to snoogle which is nice
1: um, that's
0: kara's favorite animal is a sea otter
1: yeah
3: that's a good choice i I'm, is so, there a difference
1: between a river otter and a sea otter as far as like their, their makeup
3: yeah i I'm, they're i mean the sea otters are bigger um they probably deal with salt water in in a particular way they probably get rid of the salt in some way yeah their coat
0: their coat is much more dense than a river otter like river otters are very sleek uh they still like have very dense coats but uh sea otters are like even when they're in the water they look puffy
2: Hmm.
3: um oscar is um my my seven-year-old is afraid of um like um, narrative movies right now. So we've been trying to get him to watch more movies funny enough so that he wouldn't be scared. Um, But he's been really enjoying like nonfiction stuff. And so we've been watching this oceans, this Disney oceans movie. And there are a bunch of ocean life that I think look like Mm -hmm. they have like really cool lives. Like dolphins dolphins in general look like they have the best time. They're like, um, they like do flips for fun. They like do like, like spinning jumps for like no reason at all. It looks like like whales, apparently whales do when they surface and they sort of do that, that like flip in the air or that like partial flip. They're actually looking to see where they're going. They, they like figure out where they are by like looking, but I don't think dolphins do that. They spin too much. I think they're just fucking around, so I respect them. (laughs) I'd like that.
1: Now that I think about it, I think the life of a beaver would be kind of nice. Because you have, like, a job, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have, like, like tasks to to
3: do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You stay busy.
3: (laughs) Stay busy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What about, like, a cattle dog, then?
1: Mm, Then you're doing work for someone else. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, fuck the man.
1: Yeah, I, I want to be my own boss. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I <I'm laughs> help my, my community. Team. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that.
1: Nice. Well, Brandon, what do you what do you got for us? Um, well, that was a pretty light question, so um, better bring it down is, a notch. Uh, Think about <laughs> better... Oppenheimer. So, could you deal with the knowledge <laughs> of creating a weapon of no um? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um you see a big flash, what do you do? Uh,
3: <laughs> hold my thumb up. Let's see if I'm dead. Go go like this. <laughs> and then it, burns oh my
0: the, and then it burns into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might be an interesting this, question. This is, is, be, uh, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> um and then like you would have like shit coming out of your backside um anyway
0: uh i just degeneration x everybody as with my flash (laughs) (laughs) um
1: which uh which sport would you do best best at if you played professionally like currently what sport do you think you would do best at if you were to play it professionally right now at this stage of your life cornhole cornhole
3: yeah um i don't know baseball players have it pretty cush right
1: yeah baseball that's kind of what i was thinking was baseball but uh or bowling maybe yeah bowling Uh, bowling i've actually
0: i I have gotten kind of good at um i don't think that's what i would want to be though are you asking what i want to be or what's more practical no what what do you think
1: what do you think you would be best at like if if we had to like, pop like, into a sport and then yeah, and if then you were to prof- play professionally, perform, which yeah. one do you think you would do the best at?
3: Probably MMA,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: drag racing, get, either get or. Ass,
3: just fucking <laughs> it to me. I'm um, good on a light, and uh, I
1: can do a catwalk. NBA, <laughs> professional basketball. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no like
0: honestly, I've I've spent I've spent a lot of time in the uh, like the the vehicle the drag racing oh. the drag racing community recently, and I think I could cut a pretty good light. And that's like when you're looking at the Christmas tree and you're like stage lanes, and you get toot, and then green. I think I could probably cut a pretty good light, but I don't. I'm not very um, engine savvy, so I need. I would need a team behind me, but I feel like I could be a good driver.
3: I would be on your team. That's what I would
1: do. Well, if yeah. if you're a driver, do you like do that much like mechanical stuff?
0: It depends on what level you're at. Like the pros, no they they typically fly yeah, in, the whole, they drive the
3: whole people.
0: Yep, but like the they team, they do those the they team. do
3: those like um like what, what their head that like they work out their neck muscles and then they like react like they do those react exercises. Yep. Yeah, they do that, have and then
0: seen, they they work um, on the on the Christmas tree.
1: Speaking of driving, have you seen the trailer for Grand Turismo movie? Mm-hmm. It looks uh, terrible. I saw something. It looks awful. Yeah, it looks really but... silly, and it says it's like yeah. based on a true story. It's about oh, you were the best Grand Turismo player on PlayStation, so we're gonna make you a driver now. And it's like a guy going from being like a video game you know player to a professional Hilarious. driver. yes I have to look this yeah. up.
0: <laughs> uh, l- yeah fall asleep to it okay. and then you're like it, wow I should have been it's just, in Hollywood It's just based on a true story it's like
1: what was the true story there like uh, a it's guy a who,
0: e, e true Hollywood story
1: based based on a true story
3: <laughs> loosely based on a story but that it's that also based on once. a video
1: game so how is that based yeah. on a true story I don't know the video game was based on a true story I mean they would be like if they had like a like Madden 23 movie and they said based on a true story like yeah Some people guy gets have played from just <laughs> <laughs> duke Nukem you're gonna be the center a true story <laughs> i don't know but anyway
0: um you're a fast kid why don't you go be a running back like no
3: that's not it
0: chris got paralyzed um yeah i would i guess i would i would say something like driving right now yeah. I guess I I'm just answering for the right now. I would like to have thought back in the day I would have had a career in running. because um, I did you have played a decent, tennis a bit, didn't you? I, I played also? tennis, but I I never actually played on, on a team. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy it, but uh, you know, the running career I actually understood and mm-hmm. I if I if I trained better and had more discipline, um, I, I feel like I co- I probably could have been much better at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, realistically.
3: Oh, go ahead. Oh.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I, I was never like very athletically gifted. <laughs> I, uh, like, um, Uncle Junior would uh, always say to Tony Soprano in the show, he would always say, he never had the makings of a varsity athlete. And I kind of feel that about myself. Like, I, uh, I, I'm not very like coordinated or, uh, smooth. So, but, so I I don't know that like, young younger me would have even been very good at like a more more athletic sport.
2: Hmm.
0: You liked like... football when you played though, didn't
1: you? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I was fine. I didn't love it.
3: Uh, I I do like um, once I commit to something like um, specifically like physically exerting. I think a couple of episodes we talked about. Um, like moving people, like helping people move. Um, I, I really like once I'm committed to getting like filthy and sweaty or like getting rained on, for instance, like once you're like, I don't want to get rained on, but if I get wet, it's just like, fuck it. Like once the deed is done, I feel really good about going whole hog into something. Wait, and we're so
1: still
0: I talking like...
3: about sports, right? Right. No, well, so what, what <laughs> okay. I was going to say is that, like, at first I was <laughs> thinking baseball because I was like,
1: whole hog into whole yeah, hog.
3: Into... <laughs> no, no, I, I, that was sort of a, uh, a preface to like I would like to do something that was like very exerting. I think because like if I was doing that as a full time thing, I wouldn't want to do football because that's brain like, damage. Power say, lifting but, like powerlifting or something. Or... No, 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 no. I th- I mean something like. Um, I actually said MMA as a joke. No, I don't want to get hit in the face. I don't know something like very physically. engaging. what about um? Parkour? I mean, <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: Chess? You ever thought about well, chess?
3: Well, that
1: okay. I mean, I fucking no. Uh, you're like a creative person, Jake. You like acting. Like what about uh? What about wrestling? Like professional wrestling? Ooh, not like
3: that's a good idea. Yeah. I I worked with a professional wrestler who was a part of a three man team called the. Uh, beach bums the beach the beach bums the, you can look him up the, on youtube he's the silent he was the silent guy um the devil's in three this, in this okay. in this three uh this because three i mean you, you, you
1: do have to be really athletic to do that and uh, yeah man they yeah. punish
3: they punish their bodies though dude you could Oof. you could be
0: cut you could be bald you could travel the world <laughs> what, would mean, na- you, what would, you, you what you would your name what right. would what would your name what would your per what would your persona be
3: well, Jake the Snake is already taken, so probably you well, can how many, pretend like,
0: to be a son. Forty-year-old wrestlers are there. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're still still alive. I think there's a bunch. <laughs> Dude, John Cena. John Cena still makes appearances. Does he still yeah, wrestle? But he,
3: he, yeah, but he yeah, was a, he still he, makes he, appearances. He, he became hmm. a legend. Um, uh, what would my persona be? It would be like uh, I guess Hulk like, Hogan
1: uh, like was doing it until recently, so. Yeah, like, like, oh, last he kind
3: of had to. <laughs> yeah. But pro wrestling would be fun, though. I think, I think it'd be kind of spooky because people, they, they do hurt each other. Like, it's, I mean, there's it's, like small fake, circuits all over it's... the
1: country. I'm, I'm sure North yeah. Carolina has like a little, you know, a few like local wrestling uh, events you could, you know, show up for and throw on a luchador mask and, <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, definitely a Luchador mask. That, that would be.
1: Yeah, if you were, well, uh, <laughs> this is a completely different question. If you were a wrestler, like, what would your your uh, persona be? That's what I just asked. Because he said Jake, oh. the
0: Snake is, Jake the Snake is taken.
3: I don't know what my persona would be. It would be probably like. Um...
1: The same as your fursona? Hey, uh... A. <laughs>
3: Um, no, it would probably be like, I, I, I honestly, I would probably be the, um, I would probably be a good sort of like bad guy. Um, at, at a like, heel
1: like as the, they're called in wrestling. Yeah.
3: The heel, <laughs> like, uh, like, a, I would, I would be, well, a younger me would be a good fuck boy heel. I think of like, <laughs> of like, you know, like, sm, like smarmy and like, like always cheesy, like cheesing it up. Um, but then being like a backstabbing dickhead that would probably be a good you know people rooting for my demise I'd I'd be
1: into that Matt what would your wrestling persona be
0: I mean sim- I guess similar to Jake's like squirrely conniving Squirly.
1: we could be on a
3: team we could be on a villain team a heel team
1: <laughs> yeah tag team matches
0: I don't know uh, as much as I would like to think I could have a fun persona, like, I, I don't know, knowing myself, I would be just that, like, squirrely guy that everybody hates.
3: <laughs> what about you, Brandon?
1: I don't know, probably like a, like, Bam Bam Bigelow type, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, I, I mean, it. it that's like a type in the, like just a big guy is like a type, (laughs) like just a big bald guy. Um,
3: Yeah. Um, I saw, I, I have, um, when I was in Louisville, I worked with a writer named, uh, Chris Diaz who made a, um, a play called the elaborate entrance of Chad deity. And, um, it was a it was a play that would it eventually got to off Broadway. Um, it was really cool. There was a lot of it was like about wrestling, and it was about the the sort of um, socioeconomic side of wrestling. But so it was a comment on the wrestling culture. But they did a bunch of pro wrestling stuff on stage, and on the stage they dropped a big mirror um, down and and put it at a forty five degree angle so you could see like the above shot from the audience, you could see them wrestling and you could also see the above shot of them, like doing these wrestling moves and they did proper wrestling. So it was like, kind of like being at a play and watching, you know, the narrative, but then also like being at a wrestling show it was really cool.
1: Nice. No, well, I mean that, yeah, there's a lot of choreography and all that, but don't get into painkillers, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> So we kind of do like, I, I, like, sort of soft sports a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a soft, soft. kind of guy. Uh, we do darts. Podcast, Super soft. <laughs> darts. Ooh, darts. Yeah.
0: Have you, have you seen like in, in Europe where they sell, sell out like whole arenas and stadiums of people just throwing darts? Like, how do you, I don't yeah. know how you fucking see that shit, but
3: what about, what about those, uh, those silly, um, not silly those like, people who do um i don't even know what you call it like shooting like like those like 22 caliber like like funky looking guns that are like carved out of wood that like uh, is
1: it like the triathlon or whatever like in the winter olympics or the winter like olympics to... yeah
3: that mm-hmm. always makes me think of um james bond when they did that mm-hmm. in one of those yeah they, they look Marvel. like guns
1: from video games that they have to shoot yeah <laughs> yeah and they're yeah. like pew
0: you know those those guns are like ten thousand dollars each though because they're so i, know they're, I like, know they're so incredibly calibrated
3: right <laughs> but they also shoot like the the projectile is like yeah yeah ting.
1: all right well i think that's an episode well boys <sighs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Send any questions or comments to QualifiedNonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you haven't already, please check out check please, please check please us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash QualifiedNonsense and sign up for just five bucks a month to help us keep the lights on and get some bonus content while you're at it. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Bye bye. The truth is out there.
3: The truth is out (laughs) there.